This podcast contains adult language. DigitalDaring.com. Today is October 14th, 2018. And after every Falcons football game, win, lose, or draw, we do a rapid reaction. And I got Calhoun with me. Double R and Linus have maybe joining late, later. Not really sure. What's up, Calhoun? Hey, what's going on, bro? It's a different kind of vibe this Sunday. Why you say that? That shit is after a win. Yeah, it's a win, but is it really, like, we talked about this, and we're going to talk about this probably further and further. We go down the pipe. Once you start peeking through the schedule, you can see the Falcons gain a little momentum. Is this the first step in gaining momentum? No. They can, they can possibly win eight, nine straight. It doesn't mean they're not who they are. I mean, the, the holes and the problems that they've had all season are still the same problems. The coaching adjustments, have there have been no adjustments. The team is still the same team. It's just they're playing – Low caliber talent. That's the only reason why you go. You playing the Giants, then you go in and you playing the Browns, and then you go. You just this is the this is the shit part of the schedule. So they should come out on, on this part okay. Well, but one of the problems. Go ahead. Their problems are still their problems. Well, one of the major reasons they won one of the days because they went against Jameis Winston, who in a league where you know we were talking about this earlier, well, like. Yards and touchdown, yards and completions may not matter as much because everybody having yards and completions. You got to look at other stats and like not interceptions matter because interceptions were the difference in that game. Could they move the ball on the Falcons? Absolutely. Could the Falcons move the ball on them? Absolutely. And I think the announcer said it. The NFL is going from a hundred yard game to a twenty yard game. Like teams are going to be able to move the ball from the twenty to the twenty. But once they get into their red zone, what can you do from there? And that's going to be what this new league is shaping up to be. You're exactly right, but even if you look at the interceptions, he's he had double the touchdown to into his interception. So that's, I mean, four touchdowns, two interceptions is that's not a bad stat. Yeah, but it's ultimately, just, I think I think it is because Matt Ryan threw three touchdowns and one and no interceptions. And let's be honest, the Falcons were kicking Tampa Bay ass most of that game. Well, they were kicking the ass the first half. The second half was a whole new game. There yeah. was no adjustments made in Tampa Bay made them, so it was twenty-one six. That was twenty one. It was twenty four. They scored twenty four points going to the half, going into halftime, and then Tom Bay came out and started striking. Yeah, but I don't know. I wasn't really impressed with Jameis. I wasn't really. We talked about this new, and we're gonna probably do a podcast on this new NFL. And you know, one of the things I think about is like how teams should just pass the ball every play. You shouldn't run the ball anymore. And like you said, we can talk more about that in another podcast. But I go to the play where the Falcons was, well, it was like third or 15, and Tampa Bay stopped the Falcons. And the Falcons got a first down because Gerald McCoy hit um, the interior lineman in the face with his hands. And if they're going to have the pass, the plays to protect the quarterback, or the penalties to protect the quarterback, excuse me, penalties to protect the wide receiver, and penalties to protect linemen, offensive linemen, why run the ball when you negate that advantage? Well, that play has always been there. That call, it's illegal hands to the face. That's been around for years. But it's called more now. 
Well, that, that's just not just because of that. That can be defense and offense. Offensive players get that same call, too. So that's just part of the league. But I I agree and disagree with what you're saying because, of course, I never feel like you should be passing every play. That's That doesn't – you have to have some kind of balance. That may not be that whole 50-50 run pass, but it does need to be running in the NFL. And you can see that with teams that have stopped running backs, such as Ezekiel Elliott, such as Saquon Barkley, such as, you know, Ty Gurley. Ty Gurley ripped this shit to shreds today. Yeah, but besides the Rams, every other team you're talking about got a losing record. And let's be honest, how much do you believe – with Ty Gurley, how much do you believe in the Rams? I mean, right now they're the hottest thing going. But the, the only reason why the Giants have a losing record is because they hold teams so. That's another podcast in the show. There, it looked like last year's Steve Sarkeesian calling the plays. Their offense is stagnant, and, and that's with Eli Manning having over seventy some completion rating and being third in the league or something like that. He's he putting up numbers. You have to have a running game. I disagree. You have to have a team. I disagree. I think teams go ahead. We'll say that for the, for the next podcast because we do need a podcast. This, yeah. So uh, I, all that to say, and speaking on running backs and how you know, I think the Falcons can get rid of Devontae Freeman now. I think it's becoming more and more apparent he's a luxury we can do without. For them not to even have him on the, in the conversation goes back to my hatred with Thomas Dimitrov and why he's not the GM for the job because he doesn't have the ball that it takes to be a good GM. Because once you see what's going on now, I think they even holding him out some because of what that kid Smith is doing. You do not need him because Smith is the type of running back Freeman is. Yeah. So you have Kobe, who's a change of pace. Smith does just as much as Freeman does. You yeah. lose nothing. So it's time to get rid of Freeman and move on. I'm going to tell you who else is time to get rid of. Rico Allen, man. Get Rico out of here. Ricardo can get the fuck out of here. Oh, he need to go to being a backup because KZ need to play. We don't even need him for no backup. We can need to train him and get him out of here. Yeah. We have no use for him. Yeah. KZ has to be the starter of free safety. That's point blank, period. The kid is a playmaker. He's a ball hawk. Three interceptions in three games. Get Rico out of here. I don't know that shit about He's the captain of the defense. He's this. Because we would look different if Deion Jones was back. If Deion Jones was playing with KZ behind him, we would look different. We got to get him out of here, though. Because KZ got, I don't give a damn. KZ had to play, and right behind me is Smith. But KZ definitely has to play. Yeah, and I think that this is where loyalty and being in the building every day kind of hurts you. Because they like Ricardo Allen and Devontae Freeman they in the building with them every day. They've been with them longer. I think it blinds them to what's going on. So you feel, they probably feel like Ricardo Allen can make the same plays KZ make if he was in the game, which he can't. And the same thing, they make, think Devontae Freeman can make the plays Ito Smith make, which he can, but why spend $20 on when you can get the same burger for $2? You know what I'm saying? So that's just how I feel about those two. I think. So the Freeman and the Smith are different because Smith can do what Freeman can do cheaper. Casey and Rico are totally different because Rico cannot do what Casey can do. Completely agree. That kid is a real-life playmaker. We haven't had one like that at free safety since I can remember. Yeah. Like, that kid is a real-deal player. And even even if you get past his interception, man, he's tackling. He, hit, he makes one-on-one outstanding tackle. 
He's a throwback football player, him wise, contact wise. Like he's trying to hurt somebody. Yeah, and like Ricardo Allen can't do none of the shit he can do. He can't tackle because Ricardo Allen whiff tackles. He missed tackles. All that he he misread plays. Like that kid got a nose for the ball. And he would have had two interceptions today if Brian Poole didn't hate on his on the young boy. Brian Poole had to get him because he'd been stinking it up. But Kaiser was there for the for the second interception. <laughs> Do you have any more thoughts on the game moving forward? He has to play. That's, I've been saying this since preseason. That kid, Casey, has to fucking play. Period. Get Richardson out of here. I don't know. Well, I, I don't know. I would have Camille Ishmael in playing strong safety. More than Richardson, uh, myself personally. Yeah. Brian Poole's becoming a liability. I think Brian Poole's good for what he is. A nickel or a dime cornerback. I think he's a. I think he's good enough to beat it. Yeah, he get turns around a lot though. Like he's a hitter, but he get turns. He get turned around a lot. Like he should be matched up on. He should be. He should actually probably move to strong safety. That's probably what they'd be better off served doing. Right, instead of trying to put him in free, I think it's the same thing. Yeah, I think they need to do the same thing. I think I have to start agreeing with y'all with the Vic Beasley discussion. Big Beasley is he's lost out there a lot of times. He, he's he has what he has what he is, he's a he's a low effort player. And you can see the difference. It's a it's a huge contrast between him and Top McKinley. Top McKinley has a motor and he has talent. So stop right though. I think when we talk about the Falcons, we talk about you gotta keep tech. You we said this last week, you gotta keep tech, you gotta keep Grady Jerry, you gotta keep Deion Jones, you gotta keep K Z. Those are four players you have to keep. Point blank, period. And that's I the word. You know, you're not high on him. I'm high on Keanu Neal. You have to keep Keanu. I think Brian Poole can give you 70% of what Keanu Neal do for half the price. I don't because we just seen it the other, the other day. I think Keanu Neal tackles he doesn't cover. That's why I'm not as big on Keanu Neal. But that's neither here nor there. I think we got four and a possible. Can we call him a possible then? I, I swear you got five. Def- you talking about a Pro Bowler, dude? I, I, I'm going to go with you because he's a Pro Bowler. But I'm I'm not as high on him. But, okay, you got five pieces right though. That's the solid makings of a really good defense. It is. And Actually, we'll say six. We'll say five in the possible. I think Campbell has a place on this team too. Like he not, may not be the greatest linebacker in Falcon history, like you declared on after his first game ever, but he, I think he there is a place on the team for him. Nice shot, sir. Yeah, you're exactly right. Um, yeah, he's not bad at what he, he's not bad doing what he does. Put it like this: if he the worst player on your defense, you got a really good defense. You have a really good defense if, he, if he's your worst player. Unfortunately for us, he's nowhere near our worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, like, we got the makings of something special. We do. So. Once again, our, our biggest problem, and they keep drafting, and they do a horrible job drafting, our cornerback play is very suspect and terrible. There's no doubt about it. That is the weakness of the team. That cornerback play is terrible. But I don't know if there's anything you really can do about that. No, you can't get rid of them because you signed them to them fucking deals. Yeah, should have traded them. Yeah, but on the flip side, I think this is a lead wire problem. I think I think now 
good cornerbacks or the second most good cornerbacks, defensive ends, and quarterbacks. Quarterbacks, of course, are number one. Good cornerbacks and defensive ends can be considered number two or three for their value. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how many good cornerbacks there are in the league. I think there's more good defensive ends than corners in the league. So they may be even more valuable commodity than defense, defensive ends. They are. There's not a lot of good. There's a. There's way more de- better defensive ends than cornerbacks. I mean, I, the cornerback play is not very good right now. It's for some reasons. Some reasons why you know with the rules and the way the league is going, but other reasons are. It's just not very good. Some of this stuff is turning your hips. Some of this stuff is reading the ball, making plays on the ball, making catches that count. Some of it's just the cornerback play just is not good. With the way it's going, Matt Ryan is quiet as kelp. Should have been the, if they had a winning record, they would be in the MVP conversation. Matt Ryan would have to be in it. Matt Ryan is showing the fuck off. I mean, I know some of this you may want to say for who the grades and whatnot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like anything outside of grades you want to talk about. Oh, well, no, we can keep it. I'll tell you one thing. Uh, you can see why Deshaun Jackson was lobbying for Fitzpatrick over over James Winston. James Winston is – James Winston look like a capable backup to me. So let me ask you this. Him and Mariota, they came out the same draft. Who's the better draft pick? Neither. You're right. I think you got to say Mariota because he went to the playoffs, but they both look horrible. Like we were talking about – we were talking about, like, we giving Jameis flack for 400 yards for touchdowns, two interceptions. Mariota threw 150 yards last week in an NFL game. Like, I thought that was impossible in today's NFL. Mariota's not good at all. If you want to talk about, one, if I had to choose one, it'll, it'll be Winston over Mariota. Winston, Winston Mariota. That's what he might have well call that motherfucker Mariota or the Marriott. He trash. Yeah. I choose Winston on just Winston saying so much shit. And that's why it's a hard because all the shit that comes with James Winston. And he not that's winning, right? So the combination of the shit he come with and he not winning. Not just he's not winning because that's another, those are other factors. Because face, the Dirk Cutter's not a good coach. And Mike Smith is not calling a good defense. So the coaching is trash. They have talent around him. He has shit around him. And he, he's a decent talent at best. But Mariota's trash. He's not good at all. Well, let's that's get different. Go ahead. No, nah, that's the difference. He's not good. So let's get back to um the Falcons and let's start with the grades. Um, go ahead with offense. Offense, I get offensive. I give offense a B plus. Okay. Offense been holding up their end of the deal. All right. I agree. I give him a B plus. I think Matt Ryan was a. I think Matt Ryan did good. I think Etoke Smith did good. I think I hope Kelvin Ridley isn't hurt. I thought I don't hope I hope his injury isn't too serious. Like that's something we we need like we need to make sure our our offense at least is healthy. If we're gonna lose people on defense, we need to keep keep people on offense healthy. Um I thought Sanu had a um a couple of good plays. I guess Sanu I think Sanu had actually a really good game for him. All in all, like you said, I'm pleased with the offense. I give them a B plus. You, I just think they need to throw the ball more. I think they need to quit trying to establish the run as much as they try to establish it. So, I disagree with that for various reasons. You can't keep getting thirty points and having shootouts and losing games. And I think the reason why because you're losing time because you need to have more time of possession with running the ball. 
and that'll keep your defense with just bleeding at this point off the field. So I think you need to run more. Uh, Let me park around here for a second. And what you said, it made sense. That goddamn Kevin Ridley, man, is a huge, huge one. I would have never seen that he would make that much of a difference when you already have Julio Jones and Muhammad Sanu and Hooper and you have Tevin Coleman with a Matt Ryan. To see when he went down, even the offense changes with that kid out. And it's interesting the kind of playmaker he is on that side of the ball for the Falcons because he makes a world of difference. And even now he was coming to the game, he was leading the league in touchdown receptions with six. He's having a Pro Bowl caliber season as we speak. It's just amazing that he makes that much of a difference. All right, we got Lynn himself joining us. Lindis, what's up, homie? <laughs> What's up, my guy? What is going on, man? Now, you know, after every game, we do rapid reactions about the Falcons. And right now, we were giving the offense a grade for today's win. What what grade would you give the offense? Yeah, I'd give them a B-. Minus. All right, what did you like from them? Man, you know, every week, you know, it's going to be wide, going to be wide open. Gonna be nothing different. I mean, like I said, the receivers, you got the weapons to spread it out, so they ain't nothing new about that to me. So, I mean, you should be really blowing people out the water to shootouts, you know. Are you worried about Cavalry to being hurt? I mean, you still got Julio Jones, right? Who cares? That bomb ain't scored a touchdown in 10 games. Yeah, I mean, you gotta look at the quarterback, too. The quarterback ain't, you know. So what they got to do? So he ain't scored a touchdown in ten game, but Calvin Ridley has scored six touchdowns. But then how, how, how can I how, how can I have ten catches for two hundred yards with no touchdown? If we get if, if I just broke for, for thirty yards or twenty yards, damn, feed me when I get inside the red zone. Like in the red zone, y'all don't dial me up for number to jump ball. Come on, man! Everybody is it, weak because. Shit, I, I can decoy him and go to somebody else. Is that what they do? They got Austin Hooper, Hooper getting touchdown. Man, come on. And Julio don't have a touchdown, but Ridley got six. That's crazy. That, that's that's boss. That's buffoonery, man. But does it matter as long as the person, as long as the team score a touchdown? Does it matter who scores? I mean, not, it, it don't matter. But I'm saying it's crazy how an elite receiver. Like Julio Jones is not a product, you know what I'm saying? Like, like they can't get this man in the end zone. He can't get himself in the end zone with a little like the me a dip on. I mean, they they not, they not getting them. They not getting the opportunity. Look at the deep ball that he had, and he damn that tearing up his hamstring and trying to get. Come on, man. That shit. I mean, like I said, if Matt Ryan make a made a good throw. And go ahead and get rid of the ball and make the throw right. Shit, that shit fall right into the man's hand. The man had to have a jump ball. The cornerback <laughs> didn't have a chance. He will beat. Man, be making shit harder than what it is for the man, man. Like, I, you got Julio Jones, bro. You should be leading the league, man. <laughs> so, let me ask you this. <laughs> I think number two is thrown. Matt Ryan has thrown what? Yard touchdown with Julio Jones. But does it matter? Matt Ryan has thrown what? 12 touchdowns, no interceptions in the past three games? Yeah, I mean, we should be two and four. But how much of that is his fault? 
I mean, shit, a lot. Just, just, man, like, who cares that you, you know what I'm saying, what your numbers are, your numbers ain't telling the story. So why aren't his numbers telling the story to you? I mean, like I said, shit, like, I'm, I'm going to use Drew, Drew Brees for example. You know what I'm saying? Like, Drew Brees, like, we either going to win or we going to lose with Drew Brees. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like you got a, a, a right. Uh, you, Drew Brees give you something that I really argue for. Like, shit, he give you a real elite reason, like, shit, something to fight for. Like, shit, he give you a chance. Like, well, okay, but well, we got a minute, something left in the game. Shit, I ain't worried about it. We got Drew. You know what I'm saying? We paying this guy right here. I know he, he was getting the money because what it was, it was worth, but I, mean, I ain't going to suck this man off with the weapon the Falcon guy. That's that I'm not going to do it. Who in today's NFL don't have weapons with the rules? The way the rules are with A lot of these folks. It's a lot of these folks that ain't blessed with weapons like that. Shit. Everybody got goddamn weapons. Yeah, and if they, and if they had the weapon in this guy right here, God, they'd be blowing the, blowing the fucking wall. They'd be blowing the league out. Blowing it out. What is 30 points a game? Number. Falcons averaging almost 35 points a game. That's blowing yeah. motherfuckers out the water last I checked. Man, we just, I mean, I, I can remember what Sean Keyes was the problem. Now he's not the problem. He's not the problem. The offense, let's be honest, the offense ain't the problem at all. So we can start the Matt Ryan, Tarkeesian shit. That's what that's they, they, The offense down there gave it away today, too. That ain't the offense giving it away. The defense, you getting 30 points and, your, and you in the goddamn shootout every week. That's horse shit. And we all know it. <laughs> you can't do that shit. Them, them folk win. 35 and 36 back-to-back, or 36 and 37, and they lost both them games. Shit, they, they, they really they really would have been up ahead with Jameis goddamn gave you one in the red zone. Stop right there. I mean, right now, we all agree the Falcons got a B-plus, B B-minus B in offense. Linus, you a Florida State fan. We were just talking about this. Is Jameis Winston a lost cause? No. Hold on. This motherfucker talk all this shit about Matt Ryan. But don't think that crab still a coochie grabbing nigga is a lost cause? Nah, he's still a young Q, young QB. Ain't no man ain't lost no lost cause. Like, that was saying you give Matt Ryan an opportunity. Why you can't get him an opportunity? Like, Matt that, Ryan is a way better player than Jameis Winston. Nah, Winston. Man, he, did, he did the same thing. He, his first year, he came to lead through with 4,000 yards. The same thing Matt Ryan, bomb ass did. Same as Jamie Winston did that shit two years in a row just like that. But this is fourth year Linus and he ain't been to the playoffs. So I guess my question is, you know, like what first and foremost, the black quarterbacks don't get a long time. Uh, they don't get that much. They don't get a good shot. Leash. Yeah, they on a short leash. But this nigga hasn't been though. So let's cut that. RG RG three Randall. Them nigga was on a short leash. Uh, young. This nigga ain't been on no short leash. This nigga been stacking it up. This bomb in Atlanta, man. This guy. Nah, don't worry about Matt Ryan. Let, let finish, let's finish talking about James real quick so we can move on. Let me ask you this. Realistically, James, this is fourth year. They not going to make the playoffs. Where, where does he go from here? No other t- Do you think any other team in the league will want him as they starting quarterback? Trash can. Yeah. He goes to the trash can. That's what he yeah. goes to the trash with Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, you like Tampa Bay just working with. Working with James. I mean, like I say, outside of... Uh, Receiver, every no matter the defense, they not solid on everything. You know, like that, man. Time they missing a bunch of people. They not, they ain't got no piece where you say, okay, shit. With well, Jamie go, shit. Tampa Bay got the shit this year. 
Team the goddamn the lookout for. Ain't nobody saying ain't nobody saying that shit about no Tampa Bay man. So realistically, realistically, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, D. Hey, what they were doing with that cracker fish magic around here? I'm asking you, Linus. I think he slid out that argument, Calhoun. Yeah, he better slide out that motherfucker while he around here want a cracker hate. And knowing this nigga here trash, he better get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I, I, with all the weapons, man, Ryan got like Jamie Winston ain't got no motherfucking weapons, man. They loaded. And whoever number 12 was today is, he, he ain't even a nigga who I would name it. Yeah, but I mean, to the point we saying, I agree with you. Like, who would want Jamie so they starting quarterback? Nobody. He's a capable backup. That's what he is at this point. Just being honest. I mean, he more than Marcus Mariota. We saying that, but like you got to think teams like yeah, Buff. I'm back. Okay. So what we were saying about Jameis was that, you know, who would want him besides Tampa Bay realistically? Because teams like. I mean, see, it's, it's a couple teams. Like, see, he, if he end up with the right bargain or the right team, see, the right opportunity, see, he, he'll, he'll be right back looking right. Give me one team who you think will want him right now. Shit, I mean, let me see, let me see. I gotta take it. Let me see who around. Maybe who the around giant. Me. Giant could use some. I mean, see, they still with. They gonna stick with Eli. Eli don't. He don't been down with. Man, let's be honest, man. That nigga stink, man. You can't yeah. tell me with the. Hold on, he had the offensive. The motherfucker Dirk Carter who had Matt Ryan got down going to the Pro Bowl. He got a not just a number one, but a number two receiver. He got a good ass tight end. Matter of fact, two of them. I don't want to hear this shit about Jamie Winston and the guy. He's surrounded by talent. Get out of here with this shit, man. Nah, I want to go back. To, I let go back. I'm Go back to my original question, man. Hold on. Go back to my original question. I just want to know one team who would take him as a starting quarterback. Shit, that's what I said. But we got we got to see what it looks like. The damn said Tampa. Tampa got down. Don't need to go nowhere without. But I'm saying right now, what team would be like a Tampa? Like, hey. Hey, everybody, we want to trade James or we want to get rid of James. Who would line up to take him? He give you the long, he give you a long route to nobody. That's what he doing. Give you a long <laughs> answer. Not a, not a motherfucking team. Nobody. Somebody, somebody can use Name him. Yeah, the goddamn, the, no, the, the connect. The, the, you know, he ain't doing the damn shit. He ain't damn doing shit down now. You know who would take him? The Toronto Velociraptors in the CFL, whatever the name of their team is. That's who would take it, bum, man. It's a, it's a damn coach. It's, it's a lot of these bum-ass quarterbacks out here. Why, why this man got them all of a sudden? He got them hell. He been in the league four years. And now on his fourth year, goddamn, like I say, shit, he don't have two bad years out of four years. The only problem with that. Like, we're not going to make this a Jameis show, but the only problem is he's the only one who hasn't been to the playoffs who's been in the league that long. But, shit, he don't been close to it, too. Now, you know, he got some 79. Oh, this what's you now? That nigga named 79. Uh, we might have I'm, I'm saying, shit, he don't have some season where they don't got down took out. Yeah, so wrapping up with Jameis, you think Jameis is still – he's not – you think he's still worth salvaging? Yeah, I think he came. Yeah, he came on down uh, doing something. Do you think James is worth salvaging Calhoun? Yeah, yeah. No, no, that <laughs> fucking 
But he threw two costly interceptions. He, he he threw one. He threw one that bounced off his man. Yeah, but then he threw one that was uh, down the middle to the son Watson. That was, you know what I'm saying? That was a gamble. We see here, Brad Favre, goddamn gamble. A lot. We gonna name. We gonna say goddamn Brad Favre in the same breath for goddamn Jamie Winston. What kind of shit is you on? That man just threw a goddamn man. That man overthrew the man. Casey picked that motherfucker off. Man, come on now. Goddamn. Winston ain't shit, and we all know it. All right, let's wrap it up with him, because we don't spent almost 15 minutes talking about James Winston. Let's go on and go to the defense. Yeah, well, you know, I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to be fair. So I'm not going to do like last time and give him, you know, something I'm going to go ahead and give him elf. For various reasons, as you know. I mean, you come in here with James Winston, who's, a D quarterback at best, maybe C. Uh, you know, that run game came alive. Peyton Barber's been missing for weeks, and he's come alive. It's just, they just do what they do. And there's only certain bright spots. KZ, again, is a bright spot. Tat McKinley, he's a bright spot. But the cornerbacks, the other safety, those linebackers besides DeAndre Campbell, like, it's just, it's just all bad. I give it a D. I mean, I give it an F. Yeah, I give it a D minus. I think KZ is what keeps them from getting the F to me. I can't get them an F with him playing the way he playing. That young boy bald, huh? He give him a D minus, but I can't give him an F with, a, with him playing the way he playing. He's playing like the MVP of the team. Let me tell you something. Quiet as hell. He might mess around him. Him and really might be pro bowlers before the season is out. I think he's already a pro bowler. What he got? Three interceptions, four interceptions, four, two forced four fumbles, however many tackles. If Dan Quinn doesn't seem like they don't want to play him for some reason. Like, it should be without doubt now. Like, now we should be openly trading Ricardo. And I know he hurt, but we should be trying to get rid of some of these motherfuckers. And he has to play. We see it all the time. I don't. I don't know what the fucking problem is. Side note: I really don't. I don't give a shit about all that shit. Rico is the captain. He's the blood. Like that's how they were doing that, that core Beerman shit. They say that shit when it's a trash ass player. It's intangible. It's just you can't match him on paper. Yes, you can. He's trash. <laughs> this kid has to fucking play. You picked him in the draft. You drafted him for a reason. You saw something, and what you saw is right. You were right. He has to play. <laughs> All right. What about special teams? What grade you get special team? A fucking deal. They do so much dumb shit on special team, and I still don't understand why Hardy is still returning punts. It's funny. It flies under the radar. Like a lot of the dumb shit they do, because it doesn't necessarily lead to turnover. Sometimes it flies under the radar. But you're right. Like, for Armstrong to be considered such a great special teams coach, you know, I give him a D, but they have some flaws on special teams. They should, they could have got that penalty 
they should have got the penalty when it was it was going to be roughing the kicker, but they picked it. This is what the referee said: roughing the kicker, penalties decline. I guarantee you, the motherfucker didn't decline the penalty. They just found out that he got pushed into him on that same play. Hardy fumbled the ball and recovered it. It just—it's crazy to me. Our special teams is not good at all. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, coach. It's the same blunders. I get a coach and I give him a D. Because it's the same thing. The offensive coach did good. You know what? I'm going to give him an F. Let me tell you why. Dan Quinn don't make adjustments. Dan Quinn's still bad with the, what he's bad at. Tom Bay had a shot to get back in the game and could have won the game. But the Falcons have a big problem with letting their foot off the gas. They came back in the second, second half, let off the gas, and then they made it a game. Instead of keeping it on them, they start playing that conservative shit. Like they learned after the after the Saints game to halftime, go ahead and try to get points. So they did that. But then second half, he started playing ultra conservative, and then that gets you out of the game, and you try to catch momentum back to get back in the game. That shit just stupid to me. I agree with you. I get coaching. Now I'm gonna give him a D. Your points are all valid. I think that. I just don't think it's an F. I can't give them an F when they won. But I do think it's a D minus. I think the problems that we have to do is like, if we're going to be this full throttle, wide open offense, we got to be it for 60 minutes, not 40, not 30, whatever. That's the same problem you had in the Super Bowl. So like, even if Sarkeesian doesn't realize that, Dan Quinn should realize that. Like, that should have been one of his life lessons he learned from the Super Bowl. Always go for the throat. And it's like he didn't learn that. And that's my problem, man. And that's these this backhand always saves coaches like Dan Quinn because they cover up those glaring you know, problems that he has. But that's a glaring problem that he has, and he continues to have. And that's why I don't. That's why I'm giving him help because I'm gonna go back to what Lindsey was saying. Yeah, they won the game, but the ta- they have so much talent. They have a lot of talent to, to cover up a lot of these holes here. So when you do have Matt Ryan playing like he's playing, lights out. He's 14-2 and two on the year so far. Picture that. He got six games and he already have 14 touchdowns. So when you have him playing lights out and when you have the players that we have and then, you know, some of the standing like a KZ, like a Top McKinley, yeah, you can brush you can brush over it. But the fact that they're making the same mistakes and they're making the same dumbass calls, that's why I give them an elf. They're not adjusting. Uh, who your player of the game on offense? Matt Ryan. Matthew I, fucking Ryan. Man. I agree with you. I give it to Matt Ryan. Defense? Casey. We might just put Casey in ink until somebody change it. He might be our defense player of the week every week until somebody change it. I mean, talk as close as talk is just all effort and skill. It's amazing how good he is. But that goddamn crazy man, and it ain't just that interception. He's tackling. He has like, to play. One on one, he it stop. When you get to him, it stops. That's where it stops. If he hits you high or low, it doesn't matter. You stop when you get to Casey. Like the, the, the cat just man, he's really itching to be our best player on defense. He's our best player on defense right now. With but we got the injuries. But he really is our best player on defense. So let me ask you this. If everybody were back and he were playing the same way, what what, what rank would he be on defense? 
he what would he be like the second best player, the third best player? What would he be? He'd be the second best player. That's pretty high praise. Because Deion Jones is probably the best player his position in the league. So saying that about Casey is pretty high praise. That's what it would be. I would take him over. I like Neil, of course, but he's over Neil. Uh, I like Grady Jerry. He's over Grady Jerry. It won't be Deion Jones because you just said it. Deion Jones is the best middle linebacker. It'll be Deion Jones, but then it'll be a KZ. Just imagine if you had Deion Jones in the middle of the field roving underneath and you had KZ over top of him. That's two playmakers and ball hawks. Offenses can get that shit up. Uh, how worried about you for the Falcons on a scale of one to ten? Um, it's only going to be like a three going forward, but it's still at a ten when we meet. If you talk about playoffs or anything, because the schedule gets easy, so this shit going to look like this. Listen, Tampa Bay legit had a shot at winning that game if Mike Evans would have got that ball to Sean Jackson. That's a walk-in touchdown, and they would have lose on some fluke shit. And that's with James Winston having two interceptions. And the Falcons still could have lost. The Falcons are not good right now. Now, if Deion Jones come back after this bye, we got ourselves a whole new conversation. I was a 10 last week. I'm dropped down to an 8 now. Like you said, a lot. the reason I'm at an 8 is, A, we got to win. We need it. And B, the schedule shapes up real nice. So if the Falcons do what I think they're going to do, it'll just keep going down, going down, and then may shoot up when the playoffs start. But right now I'm at an 8, and it's trending down. Then by after the bye, you'll have Grady Jerry back, and you'll have, and you'll have Deion Jones. <laughs> I just hope a bye don't stop KZ because he on fire. And I don't I hope the schedule isn't a thing to slow him down. So I think he is what he is. So I think we'll be fine with that. He is what he is. He's a he's a baller. Alright. Any more thoughts on this week? Nah, I think it was a good week. Alright. Thank you guys for listening. This has been DigitalDaring.com. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend.